Uh, good afternoon. Yes, sir. Um, I recognize some faces. I met some people yesterday. It's nice to see you guys again. Um, please indulge me. Uh, it, I want to introduce a few people. Please, if you work on Jimmy G, not as cast, just crew, please stand up. Wow. Jimmy G people are plenty. Uh-uh. You're welcome. Um, I had them stand up so you could appreciate them because they are some of the hardest working people I've ever met. I'm not saying that to swell their head, you know. I've worked with them for at least three to four years or five, some ten years now. Um, I also want to introduce some of the cast who's here. If you're cast, please stand up. In fact, don't stand up, come out. Yeah, yes. If, so if you're cast, you jump. You know, if it's outside. getting too late, you will jump. Oh, no, wrong. Actually, wrong. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay. So, what you guys are going to help me do is just introduce yourself, your name, and the character you play. Yes. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Tokwe Tedela. I play Obi Emeka Meise Lionel Emeka on um, on Jemeji Otogami. You say, yeah. More recently. Hello everyone, my name is Omoomi Dada and I play the character Fulake, Kopa Fulake, thank you. My name is Mirikowo, I play the character Iya Ovinyon. Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, my name is Shola Onoiga, I played Iya Minosu. All right, once again, please thank you. Uh, help me appreciate the cast of Jimmy G. You can... Okay, one thing you guys have noticed is um, I don't think you recognize any name that is native to Padagri, right? And one of the problems we had... I won't call it a problem. One of the, one of the issues we had when we were starting was how to tell a story about a place none of us had that much real experience in. So we sent a couple of people down here, um, spent some time in Badagri. But what is amazing mostly about the cast is how every single one of them was ready to learn what they had to learn about the language and in an incredibly short amount of time. So once again, please, my appreciation for the cast. You can... It's originally an initiative um, from Africa Magic, the channel where it's stationed at. But how it came to be set in Badagri is a very funny story. Uh, he was making, I think, a documentary for the foundation. I think that's what it was and i kept looking back at the footage that he had and the footage was mostly a stab shots and but it was ridiculously beautiful and i kept asking where is this and he said badagri and then when it was time to do this show it was originally set in i believe it was set in the east so i kind of have this thing with minority tribes i mean from a minority tribe um so I asked, can we set it in Badagri? If you are from this country, to a large extent, to be really honest, you are raised to be a bit of a tribalist. We are very happy to identify with our tribe. We are not very happy to identify with our country. The problem is that your tribe does not float in space. Your tribe is part of a country, Abby. Um... There is a certain mentality in which uh, there is a certain belief that one cannot change Nigeria. That's fine. Nobody's asking you to. It would be a nice idea if you change the compound you live in, Sha. 
I'm just assuming. If everybody changed their compound, who knows? Maybe it will change the whole street. If we change the streets, we'll change the neighborhood. Then maybe we'll change the local government area. At some point in our lives, we have a little bit of power over something. The question is what you do with that. Right now, we're not curing cancer. We're making a TV show. But it's a TV show that has surprised me with the amount of phone calls I get, um, opportunities like this to come visit um, a place I have not spent that much time in, to be honest. It's a television show. But what it does is it takes one location that is fixed and puts it in million of, millions of homes across 40 countries. Two years from now, we'll be working on another show. The spotlight has been put here, rightfully as it should be. But the actual work of making the place better doesn't entirely lie in our hands. What we are saying is um, there are some of us who are committed to assisting in any way that we can, but the work is going to have to be done by the people who are proud to be from here. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Joy Kitofem. I am a shiva, but I was born and bred here in Lagos, but I agree. So my question to you is, I have three. Don't worry, it's, okay. something, it's something people ask you every day. I wasn't here yesterday, so it's, I heard of it this morning. I rushed down here. So my question to you is, what's your joy every day when you work with these people? Like, there was a why, and then you started the whole thing, and then it came to light. What's your joy? Two, the vision you have actually achieved with it, because whether you like it or not, you have, set it out and it it won't come to place all at once it comes bit by bit how far has it gone and three please what's your why thank you okay hold on sorry sorry before you uh, please elaborate on the last question your why why for what there is a reason for for Everything has a reason. What's yes. your why? Your why could inspire me. I want to know your why. Okay. That'll be a long answer, but you ask question. Uh, question one, what's my joy every day? Let me tell you what it is. Sorry, I'm going to embarrass a few people now. If you look at the back there, there's one guy with Father Christmas beard there. Yeah. You see that guy? Babagba. You see that guy? Baba Daho. We started working together three, four years ago. Well, four years ago. Right? Four years ago, he was a complete stranger to me. Right? When we started working together, um, we butted heads a few times. We, we didn't always agree. Until I realized we didn't agree because we were both very passionate. We were very passionate about doing the best possible job. Right? Now, that man is practically family to me. I cannot imagine going to work without... Yeah? Um, let's add that to Patrick up here, started working with me four years ago. My joy now is he's doing what he was supposed to do from the very beginning. I have seen people, I have seen people give everything and then I'm the only one standing up here, right? I started doing this job 20 years ago. There are people who, by the nature of their job, don't get this chance. When you watch the show, you don't wait until their name shows up. 
you just see the end, last scene, you change channel. You understand? My job is seeing those people who don't get the appreciation that they should at least get the respect they deserve, get the paychecks they deserve, and get to do work that they love. That's what I'm in it for. Um, your second question was my vision. Okay. I will not take credit for saying, oh, it was 100% my vision. Because uh, in the line of work that I am, my job is to provide direction. That is to make sure I line up everybody else's vision. Um, once again, everybody here in every department, but I'm going to use the cast as an example, uh, mainly because I am a writer. When you create a character, you are creating half a person. If you are doing the job correctly, you are creating half a person. Um, Omo Omidada is the last person I auditioned for Folake. Now she's the only person I can think of as Folake. You know what I mean? Like you do half the work. Then somebody walks in the door, takes the half, puts their half, and does a whole other thing with it. And you're like, okay, yes, now we're working. Um, so it's not entirely my vision. It's a collective vision. My job is to shepherd the vision in one direction. I do television. I don't do films. I don't think I have that particular skill set. But I do television because at its highest form, television forms communities. The highest, um, the highest accolade for someone who makes television is when you're walking past the house and you hear somebody shouting, Funke, they don't start, they don't start. You know that feeling now, when they'll call you to come and watch? Because TV is one of those things you do together. It's a community thing. You, you go to school the next day and you're talking about what happened in the last episode. Should I talk and say that guy go die? No, watch today on. She knows she don't die. You know that sort of thing, right? Um, it's that ability for television to create communities that attracts me to it. So if you ask me my why, my job is to create communities. And if we're going to argue about what football club we support or what tribe we're from or what school we went to, let's all agree on one thing, be it a TV show we like or whatever. Um, because I feel there are too many things that we disagree on and not enough that we agree on. Does that answer your question? My, my name is Kotin Mbo Ovisemeho. Nice name. Yeah, it's a good thing to be here and I thank everybody. I want to ask a question. I don't know, maybe you can still be very familiar with this face. I, I happen to even take part in Jemeji. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I know, Obi, well done. Uh, I want to ask, a, a, a production, film production, involves a wide range of activities. And I know you have done a good job, but I want to ask, using Badagri, setting the story in Badagri, would have cost you a lot of things. In this gathering, I want you to share your experience a bit by telling us some of the challenges you, you have uh, professed to us here. That in two years' time, you might have projects that also may be set in Badagri. What are those things that, have, uh, that you have encountered and you think the people from Badagri can improve on it so that we will not create another, because you cannot tell us, you can't say, I, 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 beg, I stand to be corrected, that there were no hiccups. So what are those things that people from this angle 
from this constituency has not helped or need to be improved upon so that we can have a well flow of job next time we are there. Okay. Good question. And that's, that's my first question. Okay. You want me to answer that first or you want to ask yes, both Yes, you can answer that, sir. Okay, cool. If I'm going to say any challenges we had, it's not, oh, this is a Badagri problem. This is every community you want to go set anything in, right? Most places are not aware of how much an economy can be stimulated by a major production. We are making 260 episodes in one year. That's a full year-long commitment, right? Um, most places are not aware. Therefore, they don't have the infrastructure. So it's almost a which, come, which came first, the chicken or the egg. They can't, you, I can't expect you to build low-cost hostels in the hope that a film crew will come. But then when a film comes, they really have enough time to wait for you to finish building low-cost hostels. So it, it's one of the situations where it's going to be almost on a project-by-project basis. What's important is that the community have key people who are interested in attracting investment and then start stimulating local business to be ready to handle the investment when it comes. You have to meet somewhere in the middle. And the first time will not be so great. The second time will not be so great. But over time, nothing changes at once. Over time, it will get to the place where they both meet. Then people will start coming here to shoot things here that are supposedly somewhere else. Because here becomes so conducive for production. Does that answer your question, sir? Uh, I, my observation, because I was part of the whole thing at the beginning, I observed some things, and I know there are some things that I cannot say here behind the screen anyway. And uh, I want to say categorically why the choice of casting, the choice of casting, I'm onto, I read theater, special grace of God. I don't know how you can do it or how you have done it. The, my people, sorry if I'm being sentimental, my people were not much represented in the casting. I, I discussed with Vion and he said a lot of things that we cannot uh, be discussing here. You, we can do better next time. Oh, I can, be straight, I can be very straightforward about that answer if you want that answer. Sir? I can be very straightforward about that answer if you want that answer. Uh, yeah, well, uh, um, that's my observation. Okay. You, you can add to it. Okay. So, but I observed that we, even in the course of the production, mm-hmm. we, we, we talked about some things that we can bring in people. We have them, prolific actors that mm-hmm. are purely Oku people. Mm-hmm. And they can do better in terms of interpretation and uh, the punching of the language very well. Yeah. But... To the glory of God, you, you guys have done well. Thank you very much. That's my observation. Okay. Thank you. My name is Omidi Giomolade. The question I want to ask is this. Like, we in Nigerians, we actually don't really appreciate what we do for ourselves. Coming to the entertainment industry right now. Mm. I want to say, like, in the next 10 years, where do you see Jemmy G? As in, where do you see him? The second question I want to ask you is this. There is an adage. It says... Leaders don't create followers. They create leaders. What I, I want to ask is this. When you just decide any day, that, okay, I want to I rest a bit. Do you have anybody that you are bold enough to like, bring up? Yes, you can continue. And the third question is, what inspired to give that um, film shot or whatever, Jamie? 
hopefully in the next 10 years as far as i'm concerned um because the show will finish airing march march 2018 wow time flies 2018 already uh we'll finish airing in march 2018 one i would love it to be an inspiration for for that exploration of that culture so it's not the only one because now someone has said something there good it's a culture that's now relatively familiar to the tv audience so hopefully there will be other shows that will be set there that's what i hope happens i hope it inspires people to be really honest i hope it inspires one or two people to say no they didn't portray it accurately beautiful do your own we will not complain that's another thing as long as inspire somebody to do it great um sorry your second question was if i want to take a break you have i'm laughing simply because um some of them are present here i don't want to victimize them uh the people who are supposed to take over from me i'm retiring in five years not because i'm that old or i'm tired but simply because i have decided to walk away my job is i have five years to create 10 people who will do what i do now after which i retire and i teach for the rest of my life I have this dream for nation building, but with the concept of Nigerian youths for today that are carried away with only the flashy things, only making up, about making money. If you're trying to sell this idea that is only with concept of community building or for nation, they never want to key into it. I don't know. Can you please tell me what it took you? to buy people into that dream? That's a very good question. I just want to correct an idea. People keep saying things like, it's only in Nigeria, and the Nigerian youth, it's not Nigerian youth, it's all youth. But here's the thing about nation building. From my point of view, this is my opinion, all right? We were not all put here to do the exact same thing. If you excel at what you do, you will attract people who want to do what you do. When you train those people, and instead of, listen, when somebody comes to you for help, it's one of two things. You can either step on them and use them to climb to somewhere higher, or all of you can get together and build a ladder so everybody can climb to somewhere higher, right? If you create enough people behind you, for no other cost, you don't charge them anything, all they are mandated to do is pay it forward. If I trained you for free, you train that guy for free, right? It will take a while, but it's a mentality that has been set. It's not going to remove the present mentality in two or three years. It will take a few generations. Someone opened the door for me. My job is to open for somebody else. If I open the door for you, you owe me only one thing. If I open the door for you, you open the door for 10. Not one, 10. If those 10 open the door for 10 more people, that's 100 people in one life cycle. I don't know. Ask me in 40 years whether this will work. Have I answered your question, sir? Beautiful. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Bilolo Ashegun. And my question is, someone once said, uh, sadness is good. Although it saddens your face, but it sharpens your understanding. Um, in the pre-production, production, and the post-production of JVG, I actually want to know, maybe you would have encountered some challenges that you would feel like backing off. What kept you on? As in, you, you might have got to a point whereby you feel like, I'm fed up. You just get loosed up and the crew, the cast might still feel on board. I think you're the director or something, but you feel like quitting. 
But what has kept you on? What's the secret? Uh, there really is no secret. I, I never feel like backing off. If I'm not going to do something, I don't do it. So from the very beginning, I won't just start it. If I'm going to do it, here's the thing. All right? On this show, I'm the executive producer. And this might tie into your nation-building question, sir. Here's the problem. If you do things entirely based from a sense of ego, I don't mean pride. I mean self. If you do things built from a sense of self, you are not going to get very far. It's not about me. I have a crew of about 150-something people I answer to. I have an audience of a couple of million who are expecting an episode every night. It's not about me. If I like, I can be tired. Lock myself in the office, enter under the table and cry. Then get out from under the table and do it again. It's not about me. So if I say I am tired, I am fed up, I quit. I don't have time for that. I have 10 people to train. A hundred and some people who are relying on me. A couple of million people who are waiting for the episode. I don't have time to be selfish. If you put yourself in a position where you are serving, not where you expect people to serve you, you can't really be tired. You can get discouraged. So if you need um, means of, of picking yourself up, I can give you a long list of books that would help. Because that's another thing that's frustrating me now. People don't read anymore. That's not true. People read. It's just that they read a lot of complete sports. And in the KG blog. So it's not that they don't read. They read Instagram posts. It's not that they don't read. It's the quality of what they are reading. You can't give what you don't have. So focus on taking in things that improve your quality of mind. It will affect what you give out. And when what you give out obviously has value, you will start to influence people. Yeah? All right, thank you. My name Hello. is Aisha Adamson. I'm from Edo State. <laughs> All right. So, um, as you said, from where you come from, Badagi is a far place. Well, a lot of us had that orientation about Badagi. In fact, it's a belief. Some people believe Badagi is not on the map of Lagos. So, I want to ask, according to what you said, you said you saw Vion, you saw some shots and you thought they were beautiful. Yep. So, Jemeji, I want to know, was it the pictures that attracted you to Badagri or was the story for Badagri? Uh, okay, let me answer that. Very good question too. Let me start from the beginning. One, it was the pictures. Why? Because most people didn't recognize it, right? So it felt it was a place that was unexplored. Two, my attraction to minority stories, right? So what it was was, okay, we have a chance to tell a story set in a place not many people are familiar with. Three, you start to do research and you start to learn things about the community. Then that starts to influence the story. So there was a story which we modified to fit the location. Then the location started modifying the story. That's kind of how it worked. On behalf of the cast, on behalf of the crew, um, I'm extending my heartfelt thank you for the hospitality and for having us out here. Um, hopefully, I'm sure we'll have some time to see a few other places around here before we have to go back to work.
were not all put here to do the exact same thing. If you excel at what you do, you will attract people who want to do what you do. When you train those people, and instead of, listen, when somebody comes to you for help, it's one of two things. You can either step on them and use them to climb to somewhere higher, or all of you can get together and build a ladder so everybody can climb to somewhere higher. Right? If you create enough people behind you, for no other cost, you don't charge them anything, all they are mandated to do is pay it forward. If I trained you for free, you train that guy for free. Right? It will take a while, but it's a mentality that has been set. It's not going to remove the present mentality in two or three years. It will take a few generations. Someone opened the door for me. My job is to open for somebody else. If I open the door for you, you owe me only one thing. If I open the door for you, you open the door for ten. Not one. Ten. If those ten open the door for ten more people, that's a hundred people in one life cycle. The life of service is the only life you can live and be fulfilled. When you're not thinking about yourself, think about others. A lot of young people don't have a defined path. When you leave here today, sit down, look at yourself, look at the things you want to achieve, find a path. Nobody will give us a seat at the table unless we make a demand for it. The truth is you don't know who is watching you. You don't know who is listening to you. Who don't know who wants to get inspired by you. You might, not, you might go for an audition and you might not get that job at that particular point in time. But someone has probably spotted you for something. Some young people that are here now will be thinking, I want to do acting. I want to act because of money. There is money there now. I could remember when I was only drinking Gary in this profession. But I thank God today he has, he has taken me to. If you're mar- you are young, if you're young, this business doesn't mean that you can't be married though. I want to beg we ladies, when you have your husband, Kulu Tempa, Kulu Tempa, follow daddy where, where. All right. You know, when he says do this, do it, obey your husband, God will help you through. You need to put your mind to it. You'll be, you toes, you'll, they'll step on your toes, but you have to let go of your ego if you want to get to the top. Like I keep saying to people, your attitude determines your altitude in life. So even if you have the talent, you don't have the right attitude, you can never get there. I grew up as a child who wouldn't just like to sit um, and be idle. All the little things I learned became very useful for me. Everywhere I stepped into, they just became very useful. I came into production as a costumier because I learned clothing, tailoring, tailoring. Whatever you can do, whatever you find the opportunity of doing, when you're less busy, pick something. Just learn something. You never know where it will become part of what you're searching for in life. Whether you are looking at it for the glees, the colors of uh, the media world, or you want to go into it because you want to uh, uh, create a world for yourself, Please ask people like Sanchez, my brother, that it is not an uh, easy field. You need to do a lot of work. That work not is not by gragra. It starts from your brain. If you are looking at it from the point of uh, view of making money, then you have missed it. In the media world, we are poor people. 
but your name and what you are able to create for yourself will open doors of opportunities for you. If you really, really, really want to do this, as Death said, we are the future of tomorrow. All of us, the youth. So as you are here, you're opportuned. Maybe if I had this opportunity some years back, I would have been above where I am today. Working on Jimeji has been maybe one of the hardest projects I've had to embark upon in my life. But it has really made me a better person. And um, it, it's, it's, it's been a learning process for me. But the hardness is also good. The hardship is also good because in the hardship, you find strength. And if you can prevail, then you would overcome and you would, you know, hit it and make it or be successful, whatever success means to you. But I just want to tell that one person that it can be done. If there's anything that I know, I know that it can be done. I know that most of the things I've set my heart to do in my life, I've been able to, to achieve them, to accomplish them, and I'm still fighting. So if you can fight, not by killing people, but if you get what I mean, win the mental battles and do all of that, um, I don't know, the sky is, is, is the beginning. The moon doesn't actually have a light of its own. And then the sun is the only one that has the light. So what the moon does is that when the sun is shining, the moon positions itself in one corner just to make sure that it garners as much light as possible from the sun. So when the sun sets, the moon begins to shine. So that's what I did. All I did was that I just made sure I shadowed my boss, Sanchez, Victor Agawa. I made sure I listened to every word, every interpretation, every dream, every vision that was best as regards the story, Jemeji. So the best I can tell you that is for every dream, for every imagination you have, the only thing you can look forward to doing is to make sure it's a reality. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I want to say a very big thank you to the, uh, the producers of Jemeji. You guys are now putting our names on the world map. We now see that we have something very, very rich that we can't find anywhere in the world. And it is our own because we are Badagrians. And, you know, Badagri has beautiful um, soil. We have, there is nowhere you go in the world that you will see the, the ocean and the lagoon going on parallel line. There is nowhere. See, we have it in Badagri. The, the lagoon is going on its own and the ocean is going on its own. No, Badagri is very, very beautiful. I think Badagri people have, you have some of the most beautiful names I have seen or Hello, I have yeah. heard. It, it amazes me all the time. And your music is also beautiful. Your music is, is soothing, it's sweet, it's heart-rending, it's oh, heart-wrenching. It's just, it's totally amazing, oh, totally, yeah. totally amazing. Yeah. Of all that I've seen, one thing stands out, and it's the fact that your greatest asset is your culture. So things that did not seem important to me growing up, you know, but today they have become my unique selling point. So if you're doing, if you aim, if you want to get something, if you want to get the real thing, don't come to Badagri town. Go to the interior part of Badagri and you find whatever it is you're looking for. My point still remains that your greatest asset one thing that will stand you out in the world that will make people beat the bush parts to look for you is your culture.
Okay, I'm an accountant on Jemiji. Now, one of the major things on each project you don't forget as an accountant is that the money is not yours. And you are supposed to help one another. The production is more like a bunch of broom. Now, the first thing, a single broom cannot sweep the whole place, can it? It has to be a bunch. Now, we interwork with each other. Every department has specific budget, which must take us from the inception of the project to the very last day of the project. And good enough, as a good accountant, I'm supposed to have something left on that project or on your department. But most times, it's not always like that. But that is supposed to be the case. Now, invoicing and receipts is very important because there are things that you cannot explain to somebody that is not on the project. Assuming I need to explain to that lady behind that, okay, I sent um, some money to the wardrobe, she bought clothes, she needs to buy beads, right? You don't have receipt for beads, do you? Please, are you with me? Do you have receipts for beads? On a normal day, you go to the market, you buy beads. Do you get a receipt? But I have to get a receipt from her. Another person I work very well with is, I'm sorry to call his best, um, the prop master, because we are always at each other's throats. Now, there are things you buy. You have to, you know, you see food on, if you watch Jemeji very well, your vion needs to eat food with daddy love. They are eating pepper soup, right? Now, he has to give me money for that. I have to give him money for that, and he has to give me an invoice for that. Now, for whatever thing we are doing, we need to be able to explain to the network how we spent their money. Because it is not our money. We were given that money to work with, and we need to be accountable. Each department, we have what we call um, a path, which backs up your receipts. And those two things have to work together for every project. Now, we will have them in folders for months. We have them for each month. We have um, reports we have to send to the network every month. But it's been fun working with them. Working on Jimeji has been maybe one of the hardest projects I've had to embark upon in my life in terms of the intensity and, the, and, and how hard it is, really. It looks easy. If you watch it on television, it could look really easy, but working on it is really, really mentally and sometimes emotionally draining. But it has really made me a better person. And um, it, it's, it's, it's been a learning process for me. I think Badagri people have, or Ogu people, right? I can call you Ogu people. You have some of the most beautiful names I have seen or oh, I have yeah. heard. It, it amazes me all the time. And I don't know who to thank. Maybe your ancestors or you, but um, I thank you for... Just thank us. We thank yeah, the ancestors. We, yeah, you know, I, <laughs> we, I thank whoever deserves the, the thanks, you know, for, um, for being able to portray a character that is sort of rooted in, 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 um, in that community. 
And um, your music is also beautiful. Your music is is soothing. It's sweet. It's heart rending. It's oh, heart wrenching. It's oh. just. It's totally amazing. It's great working with very many talented people, both in front and behind the camera, and also working on Jemeji, which is a Badagui-based project. So um, I'm going to get off this stage in a minute. But before I leave, I don't know. I'm sure the focus of this edition is on filmmaking. And um, I don't know if there's anybody who wants to, you know, be in any aspect, in any arm of, of the film business. But... I would want to disabuse your mind, first of all, if you want to come into it because you think it's easy, because it's going to be one of the hardest things you're going to have to do if you want to be an actor, a director, or anybody in the filmmaking business. It requires a lot of discipline, and it is hard. It is very, very hard. Speaking for myself as an actor, it is very, very hard to be an actor and to sort of climb the steps to success. But the hardness is also good. The hardship is also good because in the hardship, you find strength. And if you can prevail, then you would overcome and you would, you know, hit it and make it or be successful, whatever success means to you. But I just want to tell that one person that it can be done. If there's anything that I know, I know that it can be done. I know that most of the things I've set my heart to do in my life, I've been able to, to achieve them, to accomplish them, and I'm still fighting. So if you can fight... Not by killing people, but if you get what I mean, win the mental battles and do all of that. Um, I don't know, the sky is, is, is the beginning. But um, I want to, you know, thank you for this opportunity to speak. And um, yeah, bye-bye. Uh, talking about this uh, profession, I started when I was younger than this. I'm still a young lady. Any production, you will see me there. Even when I went to audition of uh, Fuji House of Commotion, they ran the audition for two good weeks. The final day, the, the director then came to National Council for Arts and Culture, where I was rehearsing for a drama production. They said, ah, you good people, you are here rehearsing. We've been calling audition for the past two weeks for people to come on board for uh, this uh, production. I said, ah, me, I'm not coming, you know. I'm not coming because when I get to that production now, they will say on television, I'm not beautiful. I'm dark and I don't have long hair. And I don't, most especially you speaking, there is a role for you. There is a role for you. I said, okay, now I will come. Say the final day, Saturday, you must be there. I got there. Getting there during the uh, audition, Amakaigo asked me to get on set that this is the story of the person you're going to be. This uh, man, Kunle Bantefaya, is, is acting the role of the uh, Chief Fuji. I said, okay. I got on stage that last day. Immediately I got on stage and we started, you know, acting. Amaka said, I have seen my reality. I have seen my reality. Just come down. To God be the glory, I have done so many other productions. And I thank God for giving me the chance in Jemeji to perform. Yes, my director, where are you? I thank God because when I went for that audition, my director saw me and said, ah. I said, my director, I know this one, they may say, they don't need the wee old people and all that. He said, mama, you know, at the end of the day, I'm being given that. And I'm so impressed because like I was discussing with Mamo Vignon in the vehicle, anyone I see, I normally mention it to them that, look, when we are doing any production in anywhere, we think of people. We think of Yoruba. We think of Hausa. At times, people double into 
Akwai bomb or Kalaba or something like that. We've never thought of any other tribe in the country. That I was so happy when I took part in Jemeji. Because this is another story, uh, you know, another tribe entirely, and all that, and people could, you know, prove their, you know, what? experience and all that, and everything worked together with the crew and the cast. You know, that, that one, I just, you know, because that Jemeji thing with the Badagri language, and it, nobody could think that things like that could come out. But I so much enjoyed myself on that set. Yeah. I enjoyed myself. So, any, any, because some young people that are here now will be thinking, I want to do acting. I want to act because of money. There is money there now. I could remember when I was only drinking Gary in this profession. But I thank God today we has, he has taken me to. And I believe he's taken me further than this. Amen. And again, if you're mar- you are young, if you're young, this business doesn't mean that you can't be married. I want to beg we ladies, when you have your husband, Kulu Tempa, Kulu Tempa, follow daddy where where. All right. You know, when he says do this, do it. Obey your husband, God will help you through. They call us customers. Like, that's what every layman calls me. But we're the ones that provide what you wear. It's not just about giving them anything. So there's a step, there are steps to take in dressing them up. But now we're, we're, I'm not from Badagri. I'm from Kwara State. So it was a little challenge to get Iya Ovinyon, Iya Minasu, everyone that's supposed to be Badagri dressed, especially with Vinyon on our neck. Vinyon said, no, this is not how they look in Badagri. So that's, that's basically, and before you can dress people up, you need to do research on each character. For instance, if we're writing a story about me, I'm not one that likes to wear a buba. So there's a character Bible that describes who this character is. And as a costumer, you, give, you do a proper breakdown that we call a pitch to describe what that person is going to wear. So all those things were what we went into before we started working. And um, you need to put your mind to it. You'll be, you just toes use, they'll step on your toes, but you have to let go of your ego if you want to get to the top. Like I keep saying to people, your attitude determines your altitude in life. So even if you have the talent, you don't have the right attitude, you can never get there. My experience so far on Gemeji has been a very beautiful one. Um, Ne, who is our line producer, she called me and she said, oh, will we come for a reading? So I got there and I read. Initially, I had heard so much about the auditions and everything. I did not really think I was going to get a call back. I have this motto of die put. The truth is you don't know who is watching you. You don't know who is listening to you. Who don't know who wants to get inspired by you. You might, not, you might go for an audition and you might not get that job at that particular point in time. But someone has probably spotted you for something. Jemeji, to me, I was super excited because it was a breath of fresh air. Who wants to talk about Badagri? It kind of looks like Badagri. Don't say go people. Uh, nobody wants to talk about them. But this is a series that talks about them, that showcases their culture, how beautiful their tradition is, 
how amiable their people are, the challenges they go through as people, communally, you know, how beautiful their language is, their music, everything about them. I was super excited to be part of it. And I tell you, the journey has been extremely beautiful. You know how you go to work every day and it feels like you're going home. Everybody, we're all one big family. We fight all. No, in filmmaking, in movies, there has to be that five-minute madness. But the truth is, like our boss said, when we fight, it just shows that we're all passionate about this work. You say, Kosumia going up and down, sweating, not caring. Sometimes we've even forgotten that we've not had breakfast. Sometimes we go the whole day and we're like, oh my God, we've not had lunch. Sometimes we have to finish the shoot for the day. 10 p.m. we're still there and some people still have to go to Ikorodu and come back on set 7 a.m. the next day. Who does that? The filmmaker does that. Hallelujah. So, uh, I'd like to say thank you to the film to um, our producers for Jimmy G for giving us this opportunity. Thank you to every crew member on Jimmy G. You guys are the bomb. Like I have never worked with filmmakers this passionate before. Fantastic. To all the cast members. Oh, you guys are fantastic. Sometimes when I watch Jimmy G and I'm like, oh my God, this one, that one, that one. It's, it's, it's such a wonderful experience. Um, I'm still hoping for Jimmy G Patsu. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, by uh, reasons of description, job description, I'm a director on this set, on the set of Jimmy G. It's been an awesome uh, journey from the very start. I think um, February, February 2017. We jumped off one other set in January, and then we jumped into Jimmy G set just almost immediately in February. So it was almost like um, we're waiting to get into the set of Jimeji while we were yet finishing the other one. So for me personally, I was like, okay, now um, we're crossing over from one world into another world. You understand? So it's beautiful imagination, beautiful character. The only thing I wanted to do, which is one thing I've always heard and I have learned from my father, he says that the moon doesn't actually have a light of its own. And then the sun is the only one that has the light. So what the moon does is that when the sun is shining, the moon positions itself in one corner just to make sure that it garners as much light as possible from the sun. So when the sun sets, the moon begins to shine. So that's what I did. All I did was that I just made sure I shadowed my boss, Sanchez, Victor Agawa. I made sure I listened to every word, every interpretation, every dream, every vision that was bet as regards the story, Jemeji. And then immediately, I got into the set proper. It wasn't Badagri as it were, but we created Badagri where we were. Are we together? We created Badagri where we were. So the moment I stepped into that Badagri we created, I just immersed myself into everything. The characters, the set, the costume, the makeup, the language. I always had Vion by my side, especially when we were in the palace. There were certain practices I knew I would not just say, action arts without Vion telling me that it's okay. That's the way it's going to be done. You know, so, and then it was truly an awesome journey. I could only say that I was only echoing the voice of every single person you have had say one thing or the other on this stage. 
And as a director, you have to have you have to have the eyes for everything. You have to have the eyes of the set. You have to have the eyes for the vision. I had my DOP who was always by my side. A lot of people said, I think he's the one who does the work. I said, yes, he's the one that is in charge of the picture. I needed to make sure that he sees the picture through my eyes and I needed to see the picture through his eyes. If it wasn't complete, then that means it wasn't complete. Hello. So that was just the journey for us all through. And then, to God be the glory, this is November. In as much as we are excited that it's coming to an end, I think we're still jumping into another world very soon. <laughs> so it's, another, it's, it's a vicious circle. It keeps going on and on and on and on. And it will, we keep creating characters. We keep creating new worlds. We keep creating new dreams, new dimensions. So the best I can tell you that is for every dream, for every imagination you have, the only thing you can look forward to doing is to make sure it's a reality. Thank you, guys. I'm here to represent the chairman of Badag Local Government, Honorable Olushegu Teliat Dagbinyon Oninlude. And um, we want to say a very big thank you to the, uh, the producers of Jemeji. You guys are now putting our names on the world map. Thank you so, so much. The names, the Sewedo, the Senami, names that we, even those of us that have, that owns those names, uh, because of one way or the other, because of cultural integration, uh, Yoruba, Yoruba over, over, over covering the Oku culture. Um, I read the thesis of my brother, Larry Kunoji. And um, during his master's program, and I could really relate to that thesis because he said that um, when he was growing up, um, he, he didn't want people to call him by his Ogu name. And truly, too, when I was growing up, I went to Ascon Staff School, and when people would call you, say, Wedo, you'd be like, because you feel, because, because you want to be Yoruba. But growing up, we now see that we have something very, very rich that we can't find anywhere in the world. And it is our own because we are Badagrians. And, you know, Badagri has beautiful um, soil. We have, there is nowhere you go in the world that you'll see the, the ocean and the lagoon going on parallel line. There is nowhere. See, we have it in Badagri. The, the lagoon is going on its own and the ocean is going on its own. No, but I agree, it's very, very beautiful. And I want to say this to, uh, yes, we are aware that uh, the production is being shot at uh, Ikpaja, somewhere in Ikpaja, because of, probably because of um, government, um, some of, uh, some factors, road, um, getting to, the governor just announced that they will be moving the, the, the 10 lane from Okoko down to Semibode. I think we did, our governor deserves a round of applause for that. Thank you. My name is Damilola 
James Jayola. I am a woman that just likes to serve. I just love serving. My life is a life of service. And um, I'm also an entrepreneur. I run a chauffeur company. I can probably say I started about two years ago. I got this dream and vision sometimes when I was a copper serving Nigeria. I realized that there was a deep, big bridge between um, a high-collar job and um, the subordinate staff. And I had a problem with that because where I studied, which obviously gave me a privilege to have a feel of another country, I realized that abroad, it wasn't like that. The margin between the higher class to the lower class was enormous. And I thought to myself, I said, how do I make it different? How do I shrink this margin? And that was what brought about my dream. I started with drivers because I realized that there were people that we all needed. They were part of everybody's life. And um, I started to write my business plan. I remember back then in 2010, I invested a lot to write my business plan because I believe in life. The foundation of your success determined on the, of the starting of your foundation. And I gave it everything. I think I paid about $500 for my business plan then. I paid in dollars. I was a copper. So you can imagine how much I love class. I love quality. I love standards. And I think that is one thing you should all aspire to have as young people. So I want to ask each and every one of you, are you ready to change who you are to serve others? I love the life of service. I think it's one of the things I have learned to do over time. This is not the first time I'm standing in front of youth. Thousands of youth, I do this all of time. And I tell them, the life of service is the only life that you can live and be fulfilled. Write that down. The life of service is the only life you can live and be fulfilled. When you're not thinking about yourself, think about others. We are here today, not because it's convenient, not because it's affordable, but we are here because we want to make a sacrifice for the youth of Badagri. A lot of young people don't have a defined path. When you live here today, Sit down, look at yourself, look at the things you want to achieve, find a part. Number two, which is what I'll be talking to you about, the spirit of excellence. I would define excellence as this in my own little terms. It simply means giving the best in every situation. It doesn't matter what it is, give it the best shot. It doesn't matter who you are, give it the best shot. That is what my definition of excellence is. It's very simple. What do you need to have in order to be excellent? That's what I'll be taking you on. The culture of excellence is something that allows you to give life the very best of yourself. Everything you do, do it to the best of your ability. Don't worry about whether or not you're noticed. Just give it the best. Like I said, you're unique in your own individual way. So, You don't need to worry whether you're doing it better than the next person. Do it the way you understand of doing it the best way. The two things I want you to look at when it comes to excellent that have streamlined. One, faith. I'm sure everybody believes in something. But I'll tell you my little layman understanding of Christianity because I'm a Christian. So don't get offended if I don't tell you in the Islamic way. But I'll tell you in the Christian way. If you look at the book of Matthew 17 to um, 20. Jesus said, you only need a 
a, a, a faith just as little as a mustard seed. Do you know what a mustard seed is? Very tiny. And you will say to the mountain, move, and the mountain will move. That is what, that's not what I said. That's what Jesus said. So you can imagine. So when you give something the best shot, when you try so hard, it's going to work out regardless of what the obstacles are. Then the last thing I would like you to look out is a spirit of gratitude. A lot of young people don't appreciate people. You don't remember who sowed that seed in your life. Today, Vinyan is sowing the seed in each and every one of you's life today. Tomorrow, you might be bigger than him. Tomorrow, you can be bigger than even your forefathers. Even every mentors, you know, you meet here today. But they started by sowing a seed. So now they're sowing a seed for you. You must have a heart of gratitude. I'll tell you three things to have a gra- heart of gratitude today. You must write today's date down. Remember, Vinyan gave you this opportunity. Have a thankful journal where you put everything. As little as, oh, somebody paved the way for me. Write it down. Remember them occasionally. Hello, thanks. It goes a long way. We don't need your money. We need your encouragement. That what we are doing is working out. Somebody is getting touched. Then the second thing is, you need to always have the characteristics of giving back. Give back, no matter how little. Don't wait until you become the likes of Dangote, Buhari, before you give back. Start from that baby step. Today, when you get home, whatever you learn here, share with the other people. And that's why I started by sharing your yesterday's experience. Those are the one baby step you need to take. Thank you. Uh, good afternoon. Yes, sir. Um, I recognize some faces. I met some people yesterday. It's nice to see you guys again. Um, please indulge me. Uh, it, I want to introduce a few people. Please, if you work on Jimmy G, not as cast, just crew, please stand up. Wow. Jimmy G people are plenty. You're welcome. Um, I had them stand up so you could appreciate them because they are some of the hardest working people I've ever met. I'm not saying that to swell their head, you know. I've worked with them for at least three to four years or five, some ten years now. Um... I also want to introduce some of the cast who's here. If you're cast, please stand up. In fact, don't stand up. Come out. Yeah, yes. If, if you are cast, jump. You know, if it's outside. getting too late, you will jump. Oh, no, run. Actually, run. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay, so what you guys are going to help me do is just introduce yourself, your name, and the character you play. Yes? Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Tokwe Tedela. I play... Obi, Emeka, Meise, Lionel, Emeka on, um, on Jemeji. Otoga Meise, yeah. More recently. Hello, everyone. My name is Omo Dada, and I play the character Folake. Kopa Folake. Thank you. My name is Mirikowo. I play the character Iya Ovinyo. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Shola Onoiga. I played Iya Minosu. All right, once again, please thank you. Uh, help me appreciate the cast of Jimmy You can. Okay, one thing you guys have noticed is um, I don't think you recognized any name that is native to Badagri, right? 
and one of the problems we had, I won't call it a problem. One of the one of the issues we had when we were starting was how to tell a story about a place none of us had that much real experience in. So we sent a couple of people down here. Um, we spent some time in Badagri. But what is amazing mostly about the cast is how every single one of them was ready to learn what they had to learn about the language and in an incredibly short amount of time. So once again, please, my appreciation for the cast. You can. It's originally an initiative um, from Africa Magic, the channel where it's stationed at. But how it came to be set in Badagri is a very funny story. Uh, he was making, I think, a documentary for the foundation. I think that's what it was. And I kept looking back at the footage that he had. And the footage was mostly established shots. And, but it was ridiculously beautiful. And I kept asking, where is this? And he said, Badagri. And then when it was time to do this show, it was originally set in, I believe it was set in the East. So I kind of have this thing with minority tribes. I mean, from a minority tribe. Um, so I asked... Can we set it in Badagri? If you are from this country, to a large extent, to be really honest, you are raised to be a bit of a tribalist. We are very happy to identify with our tribe. We are not very happy to identify with our country. The problem is that your tribe does not float in space. Your tribe is part of a country, Abby. Um... There is a certain mentality in which uh, there is a certain belief that one cannot change Nigeria. That's fine. Nobody's asking you to. It would be a nice idea if you change the compound you live in, Sha. I'm just assuming. If everybody changed their compound, who knows? Maybe it will change the whole street. If we change the street, we'll change the neighborhood. Then maybe we'll change the local government area. At some point in our lives, we have a little bit of power over something. The question is what you do with that. Right now, we're not curing cancer. We're making a TV show. But it's a TV show that has surprised me with the amount of phone calls I get, um, opportunities like this to come visit um, a place I have not spent that much time in, to be honest. It's a television show. But what it does is it takes one location that is fixed and puts it in million of, millions of homes across 40 countries. Two years from now, we'll be working on another show. The spotlight has been put here, rightfully as it should be. But the actual work of making the place better doesn't entirely lie in our hands. What we are saying is um, there are some of us who are committed to assisting in any way that we can. But the work is going to have to be done by the people who are proud to be from here. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Joy Kit Offem. I am a Shiva, but I was born and bred here in Lagos, but I agree. So my question to you is, I have three. Don't worry, it's, okay. something, it's something people ask you every day. I wasn't here yesterday, so it's, I heard of it this morning. I rushed down here. So my question to you is, what's your joy every day when you work with these people? Like, there was a why, and then you started the whole thing, and then it came to light. What's your joy? Two, the vision you have actually achieved with it, because whether you like it or not, you have set it out and 
it it won't come to place all at once. It comes bit by bit. How far has it gone? And three, please, what's your why? Thank you. Okay, hold on. Sorry, sorry. Before you, uh, please elaborate on the last question. Your why? Why for what? There is a reason. For? For everything has a reason. What's yes. your why? Your why could inspire me. I want to know your why. Okay. That'll be a long answer, but you ask question. Uh, question one, what's my joy every day? Let me tell you what it is. Sorry, I'm going to embarrass a few people now. If you look at the back there, there's one guy with Father Christmas beard there. Yeah. You see that guy? Babagba. You see that guy? Baba Daho. We started working together three, four years ago. Well, four years ago. Right? Four years ago, he was a complete stranger to me. Right? When we started working together, um, we butted heads a few times. We, we didn't always agree. Until I realized we didn't agree because we were both very passionate. We were very passionate about doing the best possible job. Right? Now, that man is practically family to me. I cannot imagine going to work without. Yeah? Um, let's add that to Patrick up here. Started working with me four years ago. My joy now is he's doing what he was supposed to do from the very beginning. I have seen people, I have seen people give everything. And then I'm the only one standing up here, right? I started doing this job 20 years ago. There are people who, by the nature of their job, don't get this chance. When you watch the show, you don't wait until their name shows up. You just see the end, last scene, you change channel. You understand? My job is seeing those people who don't get the appreciation that they should, at least get the respect they deserve, get the paychecks they deserve, and get to do work that they love. That's what I'm in it for. Um, your second question was my vision. Okay. I will not take credit for saying, oh, it was 100% my vision. Because uh, in the line of work that I am, my job is to provide direction. Then it's to make sure I line up everybody else's vision. Um, once again, everybody here in every department, but I'm going to use the cast as an example. Uh, mainly because I am a writer. When you create a character, you are creating half a person. If you are doing the job correctly, you are creating half a person. Omo um, Omidada is the last person I auditioned for Folake. Now she's the only person I can think of as Folake. You know what I mean? Like you do half the work. Then somebody walks in the door, takes the half, puts their half, and does a whole other thing with it. And you're like, okay, yes, now we're working. Um, so it's not entirely my vision. It's a collective vision. My job is to shepherd the vision in one direction. I do television. I don't do films. I don't think I have that particular skill set. But I do television because at its highest form, television forms communities. The highest, um, the highest accolade for someone who makes television is when you're walking past the house and you hear somebody shouting, Funke, they don't start, they don't start. You know that feeling now, when they call you to come and watch? Because TV is one of those things you do together. It's a community thing. You, you go to school the next day and you're talking about what happened in the last episode. Should I talk and say that girl go die? No, watch today on. She don't, she don't die. You know that sort of thing, right? Um, it's that ability for television to create communities that attracts me to it. 
So if you ask me my why, my job is to create communities. And if we're going to argue about what football club we support or what tribe we're from or what school we went to, let's all agree on one thing, be it a TV show we like or whatever. Um, because I feel there are too many things that we disagree on and not enough that we agree on. Does that answer your question? My, my name is Kotin Mbo Ovisemeho. Nice name. Yeah, it's a good thing to be here and I thank everybody. I want to ask a question. I don't know, maybe you can still be very familiar with this face. I, I happen to even take part in Jemeji mm. and uh, <laughs> I know Obi, well done. Uh, I want to ask, a, a production, film production, involves a wide range of activities. And I know you have done a good job, but I want to ask, using Badagri, setting the story in Badagri, would have cost you a lot of things. In this gathering, I want you to share your experience a bit by telling us some of the challenges you, you have uh, professed to us here. In two years' time, you might have projects that also may be set in Badagri. What are those things that, have, uh, that you have encountered and you think the people from Badagri can improve on it so that we will not create another? Because you cannot tell us. You can't say, I, 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 beg, I stand to be corrected, that there were no hiccups. So what are those things that people from this angle, from this constituency, has not helped or need to be improved upon so that we can have a well flow of job next time we are doing. Okay. Good question. And that's, that's my first question. Okay. You uh, want me to answer that first or you want to ask yes, both? Yes, you can answer that, sir. Okay, cool. If I'm going to say any challenges we had, it's not, oh, this is a Badagri problem. This is every community you want to go set anything in, right? Most places are not aware of how much an economy can be stimulated by a major production. We are making 260 episodes in one year. That's a full year-long commitment, right? Um, most places are not aware. Therefore, they don't have the infrastructure. So it's almost a, which, come, which came first, the chicken or the egg? They can't, you, I can't expect you to build low-cost hostels in the hope that a film crew will come. But then when a film comes, they really have enough time to wait for you to finish building low-cost hostels. So it, it's one of the situations where it's going to be almost on a project-by-project project basis. What's important is that the community have key people who are interested in attracting investment and then start stimulating local business to be ready to handle the investment when it comes. You have to meet somewhere in the middle. And the first time will not be so great. The second time will not be so great. But over time, nothing changes at once. Over time, it will get to the place where they both meet. Then people will start coming here to shoot things here that are supposedly somewhere else. Because here becomes so conducive for production. Does that answer your question, sir? I, my observation, because I was part of the whole thing at the beginning, I observed some things. And I know there are some things that I cannot say here behind the screen anyway. And uh, I want to say categorically why the choice of casting, the choice of casting 
I'm on to, I read that the special grace of God. I don't know how you can do it or how you have done it. The, my people, sorry if I'm being sentimental, my people were not much represented in the casting. I, I discussed with Vion and he said a lot of things that we cannot uh, be discussing here. You, we can do better next time. Oh, I can, be straight, I can be very straightforward about that answer if you want that answer. Sir? I can be very straightforward about that answer if you want that answer. Uh, yeah, well, uh, um, that's my observation. Okay. You, you can add to it. Okay. So, but I observed that we, even in the course of the production, mm-hmm. we, we, we talked about some things that we can bring in people. We have them, prolific actors that mm-hmm. are purely Oku people. Mm-hmm. And they can do better in terms of interpretation and uh, the punching of the language very well. Yeah. But to the glory of God, you, you guys have done well. Thank you very much. That's my observation. Okay. Thank you. My name is Omidi Giomolade. The question I want to ask is this. Like, we in Nigerians, we actually don't really appreciate what we do for ourselves. Coming to the entertainment industry right now. Mm. I want to say, like, in the next 10 years, where do you see Jemmy G? As in, where do you see the second question I want to ask you is this. There is an adage. It says, leaders don't create followers. They create leaders. What I want to ask is this. When you just decide any day, like, okay, I want to I rest a bit. Do you have anybody that you are bold enough to like, bring up? Yes, you can continue. And the third question is, what inspired you to give that um, film shot or whatever, Jamie? Hopefully, in the next 10 years, as far as I'm concerned, because um, the show will finish airing March, March 2018. Wow, time flies. 2018 already. Uh, we'll finish airing in March 2018. One, I would love it to be an inspiration for further exploration of that culture. So it's not the only one. Because now someone has said something there. Good. It's a culture that's now relatively familiar to the TV audience. So hopefully there will be other shows that will be set there. That's what I hope happens. I hope it inspires people. To be really honest, I hope it inspires one or two people to say, no, they didn't portray it accurately. Beautiful. Do your own. We will not complain. That sort of thing. As long as it inspires somebody to do it, great. Um, sorry, your second question was, if I want to take a break, you have I'm another laughing. Simply because um, some of them are present here. I don't want to victimize them. Uh, the people who are supposed to take over from me. I'm retiring in five years. Not because I'm that old or I'm tired, but simply because I have decided to walk away. My job is, I have five years to create ten people who will do what I do now. After which, I retire and I teach for the rest of my life. I have this dream for nation building. But with the concept of Nigerian youths for today that are carried away with only the flashy things, only making up, about making money. If you're trying to sell this idea that is only with concept of community building or for nation, they never want to key into it. I don't know. Can you please tell me what it took you to buy people into that dream? That's a very good question. I just want to correct an idea. People keep saying things like, it's only in Nigeria, and the Nigerian youth. It's not Nigerian youth. It's all youth. But here's the thing about nation building. From my point of view, this is my opinion, all right? We were not all put here to do the exact same thing. If you excel at what you do, you will attract people. 
who want to do what you do. When you train those people, and instead of, listen, when somebody comes to you for help, it's one of two things. You can either step on them and use them to climb to somewhere higher, or all of you can get together and build a ladder so everybody can climb to somewhere higher, right? If you create enough people behind you, for no other cost, you don't charge them anything, all they are mandated to do is pay it forward. If I trained you for free, you train that guy for free, right? It will take a while, but it's a mentality that has been set. It's not going to remove the present mentality in two or three years. It will take a few generations. Someone opened the door for me. My job is to open for somebody else. If I open the door for you, you owe me only one thing. If I open the door for you, you open the door for 10. Not one, 10. If those 10 open the door for 10 more people, that's 100 people in one life cycle. I don't know. Ask me in 40 years whether this will work. Have I answered your question, sir? Beautiful. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Bilolo Ashegu. And my question is, someone once said, uh, sadness is good. Although it saddens your face, but it sharpens your understanding. Um, in the pre-production, production, and the post-production of JVG, I actually want to know, maybe you would have encountered some challenges that you would feel like fucking off. But what kept you on? As in, you, you might have got to a point whereby you feel like, I'm fed up. You just get loosed up and the crew, the cast might still feel on but I think you're the director or something, but you feel like quitting. But what has kept you on? What's the secret? Uh, there really is no secret. I, I never feel like backing off. If I'm not going to do something, I don't do it. So from the very beginning, I won't just start it. If I'm going to do it, here's the thing. All right? On this show, I'm the executive producer. And this might tie into your nation-building question, sir. Here's the problem. If you do things entirely based from a sense of ego, I don't mean pride. I mean self. If you do things built from a sense of self, you are not going to get very far. It's not about me. I have a crew of about 150-something people I answer to. I have an audience of a couple of million who are expecting an episode every night. It's not about me. If I like, I can be tired. Lock myself in the office, enter under the table and cry. Then get out from under the table and do it again. It's not about me. So if I say I am tired, I am fed up, I quit. I don't have time for that. I have 10 people to train. A hundred and some people who are relying on me. A couple of million people are waiting for the episode. I don't have time to be selfish. If you put yourself in a position where you are serving, not where you expect people to serve you, you can't really be tired. You can get discouraged. So if you need um, means of, of picking yourself up, I can give you a long list of books that would help. Because that's another thing that's frustrating me now. People don't read anymore. That's not true. People read. It's just that they read a lot of complete sports. And Linda Ikeji blog. So it's not that they don't read. They read Instagram posts. It's not that they don't read. It's the quality of what they are reading. You can't give what you don't have. So focus on taking in things that improve your quality of mind. It will affect what you give out. And when what you give out obviously has value, you will start to influence people. Yeah? All right, thank you. My name Hello. is Aisha Adamson. I'm from Edo State. <laughs> All right. 
So, um, as you said, from where you come from, Badagi is a far place. Well, a lot of us had that orientation about Badagi. In fact, it's a belief. Some people believe Badagi is not on the map of Lagos. So, I want to ask, according to what you said, you said you saw Vion, you saw some shots and you thought they were beautiful. Yep. So, Jemeji, I want to know, was it the pictures that attracted you to Badagri or was the story for Badagri? Uh, okay, let me answer that. Very good question too. Let me start from the beginning. One, it was the pictures. Why? Because most people didn't recognize it, right? So it felt it was a place that was unexplored. Two, my attraction to minority stories, right? So what it was was, okay, we have a chance to tell a story set in a place not many people are familiar with. Three, you start to do research and you start to learn things about the community. Then that starts to influence the story. So there was a story which we modified to fit the location. Then the location started modifying the story. That's kind of how it worked. On behalf of the cast, on behalf of the crew, um, I'm extending my heartfelt thank you for the hospitality and for having us out here. Um, hopefully, I'm sure we'll have some time to see a few other places around here before we have to go back to work. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, it's nice um, sharing this stage. I've seen some of your work, sir. And good one. I think I attended a writing workshop you did with Red Media one time last year. Good one. Thank you for telling us about storytelling. So it's been helping my skills too. Um, I'm happy we are here. Like when Vion told me I've been following the program, uh, my Badagri, for two years. And I think it's the right step. And I'm thankful for the help of the media. They are the best people to show and shape stories. Because not many people know what is happening here. I want to encourage you to, to, look, in, to look at yourself. To understand that right here, you yourself, you have the power to make a difference for yourself. Either you are using the media or you want to take another path that is different. I know it's all about um, filmmaking for this edition. And it's nice because that's the best way we can tell our story, especially because we have Facebook, Twitter, we have Instagram, to be able to say the story of what Badagri is all about. So I want to urge us, I want to encourage us that where you are, the phone you have, many people do skits, like four-minute skits, two-minute skits, all the comedy things you see on or Facebook you laugh about. You can also use that opportunity, use your phone to also say stories, like share pictures of what's happening around your area. If you feel the government is not doing enough for you, do it. That's what I do too. Some, like when I go back, I'm going to write a blog about my experience here. And I'm also going to share what happened here today. So it's my only two way of raising awareness about causes, about issues with young people. Um, I want to ask us um, a very, very important question. How many of us have ever heard about something called the Sustainable Development Goals? Anybody heard about it? Oh, fantastic. I'm happy to hear. So basically, there's a plan that every one of us here, that by the year 2030, that we should have a peaceful and a prosperous Nigeria. And... It wouldn't happen if we young people do not rise up to the plate. If we young people do not stand up. Nobody will give us a seat at the table 
unless we make a demand for it. So I want to encourage us. I, I just want to provoke us today that look around Badagri. The people that is going to shape the narrative of Badagri, you are the ones sitting here. Thank you very much. It's a beautiful thing to be a part of Jemeji. I'm happy that I'm a part of it and um, um, I'm really enjoying my, how do I put it, my experience um, with the, the cast, the crew, my interaction with them, my executive producer. In fact, it's a beautiful family and I'm not regretting it. I'm happy and I am proud to be a part of Jemeji. It's been wonderful all the way. Uh, talking about this uh, profession, I started when I was younger than this. I'm still a young lady. Any production, you see me there. Even when I went to audition of uh, Fuji House of Promotion, they ran the audition for two good weeks. The final day, the, the director then came to National Council for Arts and Culture, where I was rehearsing for a drama production. They said, ah, you good people, you are here rehearsing. We've been calling audition for the past two weeks for people to come on board for uh, this uh, production. I said, ah, me, I'm not coming, no. I'm not coming because when I get to that production now, they will say on television, I'm not beautiful. I'm dark and I don't have long hair. And I don't, most especially you speaking, there is a role for you. There is a role for you. I said, okay, now, I will come. So the final day, Saturday, you must be there. I got there. Getting there, during the uh, audition, Amakaigwe asked me to get on set that this is the story of the person you're going to be. This uh, man, Kuleban Tefaya, is acting the role of the uh, Chief Fuji. I said, okay. I got on stage that last day. Immediately I got on stage and we started, you know, acting. Amaka said, I've seen my reality. I've seen my reality. Just come down. To God be the glory, I've done so many other productions. And I thank God for giving me the chance in Jemeji to perform. Yes, my director, where are you? I thank God because when I went for that audition, my director saw me and said, ah. I said, my director, I know this one, they may say, they don't need the wee old people. And all that. He said, Mama, you know, at the end of the day, I'm being given that. And I'm so impressed. Because like I was discussing with Mama Ovignon in the vehicle, anyone I see, I normally mention it to them that, look, when we are doing any production in anywhere, we think of people. We think of Yoruba. We think of Hausa. At times, people double into Akwaibom or Kalaba or something like that. We've never thought of any other tribe in the country. That I was so happy when I took part in Jemeji. Because this is another story, uh, you know, another tribe entirely, and all that. And people could, you know, prove their, you know, what? experience and all that. And everything worked together with the crew and the cast. You know, that, that one, I just... You know, because that Jemeji thing with the Badagri language and it, nobody could think that things like that could come out. But I so much enjoyed myself on that set. Yeah. I enjoyed myself. So, any, any, because some young people that are here now will be thinking, I want to do acting. I want to act because of money. There is money there now. I could remember when I was only drinking Gary in this profession. But I thank God today we are, he has taken me to 
and I believe it's taking me further than this. Amen. And again, if you're mar- you are young, if you're young, this business doesn't mean that you can't be married. I want to beg we ladies, when you have your husband, kulu tempa, kulu tempa, follow daddy where where. All right. You know, when he says do this, do it, obey your husband, God will help you through. They call us customers. Like, that's what every layman calls me. But we're the ones that provide what you wear. It's not just about giving them anything. So there's a step. There are steps to take in dressing them up. But now, we are, we are, I'm not from Badagri. I'm from Kwara State. So it was a little challenge to get Iyavion, Iyaminasu, Everyone that's supposed to be Badagri dressed, especially with Vion on our neck. Vion said, no, this is not how they look in Badagri. So that's, that's basically, and before you can dress people up, you need to do research on each character. For instance, if we're writing a story about me, I'm not one that likes to wear Iran Buba. So there's a character Bible that describes who this character is. And as a costumer, you give you do a proper breakdown that we call a pitch to describe what that person is going to wear. So all those things were what we went into before we started working. And um, you need to put your mind to it. You'll be, you just toes use, they'll step on your toes, but you have to let go of your ego if you want to get to the top. Like I keep saying to people, your attitude determines your altitude in life. So even if you have the talent, you don't have the right attitude, you can never get there. Okay, I'm an accountant on Jemiji. Now, one of the major things on each project you don't forget as an accountant is that the money is not yours. And you are supposed to help one another. The production is more like a bunch of broom. Now, the first thing, a single broom cannot sweep the whole place, can it? It has to be a bunch. Now, we interwork with each other. Every department has specific budget which must take us from the inception of the project to the very last day of the project. And good enough, as a good accountant, I'm supposed to have something left on that project or on your department. But most times, it's not always like that. But that is supposed to be the case. Now, invoicing and receipts is very important because there are things that you cannot explain to somebody that is not on the project. Assuming I need to explain to that lady behind that, okay, I sent um, some money to the wardrobe, she bought clothes, she needs to buy beads, right? You don't have receipt for beads, do you? Please, are you with me? Do you have receipts for beads? On a normal day, you go to the market, you buy beads. Do you get a receipt? But I have to get a receipt from her. Another person I work very well with is, I'm sorry to call his best, um, the prop master, because we are always at each other's throats. Now, there are things you buy. You have to, you know, you see food on, if you watch Jemeji very well, your vion needs to eat food with daddy love. They are eating pepper soup, right? Now, 
he has to give me money for that. I have to give him money for that and he has to give me an invoice for that. Now, for whatever thing we are doing, we need to be able to explain to the network how we spent their money. Because it is not our money. We were given that money to work with and we need to be accountable. Each department, we have what we call um, a path which backs up your receipts. And those two things have to work together for every project. Now, we will have them in folders for months. We have them for each month. We have um, reports we have to send to the network every month. But it's been fun working with them. My experience so far on Gemiji has been a very beautiful one. Um, Ne, who is our line producer, she called me and she said, oh, will we come for a reading? So I got there and I read. Initially, I had heard so much about the auditions and everything. I did not really think I was going to get a call back. I have this motto of die put. The truth is you don't know who is watching you. You don't know who is listening to you. Who don't know who wants to get inspired by you. You might, not, you might go for an audition and you might not get that job at that particular point in time. But someone has probably spotted you for something. Jemiji, to me, I was super excited because it was a breath of fresh air. Who wants to talk about Badagri? It kind of looks like Badagri. Don't say go people. Uh, nobody wants to talk about them. But this is a series that talks about them, that showcases their culture, how beautiful their tradition is, how amiable their people are, the challenges they go through as people, communally, you know, the, how beautiful their language is, their music, everything about them. I was super excited to be part of it. And I tell you, the journey has been extremely beautiful. You know how you go to work every day and it feels like, you're going home. Everybody, we're all one big family. We fight all. No, in filmmaking, in movies, there has to be that five minutes madness. But the truth is, like our boss said, when we fight, it just shows that we're all passionate about this work. You say, Kostumia going up and down, sweating, not caring. Sometimes we've even forgotten that we've not had breakfast. Sometimes we go the whole day and we're like, oh my God, we've not had lunch. Sometimes we have to finish the shoot for the day. 10 p.m. we're still there and some people still have to go to Ikorodu and come back on set 7 a.m. the next day. Who does that? The filmmaker does that. Hallelujah. So, uh, I'd like to say thank you to the film to um, our producers for Jimmy G for giving us this opportunity. Thank you to every crew member on Jimmy G. You guys are the bomb. Like I have never worked with filmmakers this passionate before. Fantastic. To all the cast members. Oh, you guys are fantastic. Sometimes when I watch Jimmy G and I'm like, oh my God, this one, that one, that one. It's, it's, it's such a wonderful experience. Um, I'm still hoping for Jimmy Patsu. <laughs> Thank you. Working on Jimmy G has been maybe one of the hardest projects I've had to embark upon in my life. 
in terms of the intensity and the and and how hard it is really it looks easy if you watch it on television it could look really easy but working on it is really really mentally and sometimes emotionally draining but it has really made me a better person and um it, it's 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 been a learning process for me i think badagri people have or ogu people right i can call you ogu people you have some of the most beautiful names i have seen or oh, i have yeah. heard it it amazes me all the time and i don't know who to thank maybe your ancestors or you but um i thank you for just thank us we thank yeah, the ancestors we, yeah you know i <laughs> i thank whoever deserves the the thanks you know for um for being able to portray a character that is sort of rooted in 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 um, in that community and um your music is also beautiful your music is is soothing it's sweet it's heart rending it's oh heart wrenching it's just it's totally amazing it's great working with very many talented people both in front and behind the camera and also working on jemeji which is a badagri based project so um i'm going to get off this stage in a minute but before i leave i don't know i'm sure the focus of this edition is on filmmaking and um i don't know if there's anybody who wants to you know be in any aspect in any arm of of the film business but i would want to disabuse your mind first of all if you want to come into it because you think it's easy because it's going to be one of the hardest things you're going to have to do if you want to be an actor or a director or anybody in the filmmaking business it requires a lot of discipline and it is hard it is very very hard speaking for myself as an actor it is very very hard to be an actor and to sort of climb the steps to success but the hardness is also good the hardship is also good because in the hardship you find strength and if you can prevail then you would overcome and you would you know hit it and make it or be successful whatever success means to you but i just want to tell that one person that it can be done if there's anything that i know i know that it can be done i know that most of the things i've set my heart to do in my life i've been able to to achieve them to accomplish them now, and i'm still fighting so if you can fight not by killing people but if you forget what i mean win the mental battles and do all of that um i don't know the sky is 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 the beginning but um i want to you know thank you for this opportunity to speak and um yeah bye bye <laughs> My name is Ashana Oluwashio. Um popularly called Fire. Fire. My name is <laughs> I am a graduate of um clothing and textile. Well after I graduated I learned a couple of things um fashion tailoring carpentry bricklaying bricklaying tiling tiling clothing clearing of the for place. you for you I, I I grew up as a child who wouldn't just like to sit um and be idle. All the little things I learned became very useful for me. Everywhere I stepped into, they just became it. very useful. I came into production as a costumer because I learned clothing, tailoring, tailoring. So on Jemeji, I worked directly with um, the production designer. So we worked hand in hand. Mr. Vion who is the um also cultural consultant cultural consultant so we came here a couple of times we stayed here we studied the the, the the land studied the people the costume we studied the the the, the houses we studied the environment we studied the the soil texture 
So all the set, all the things you see, okay, they are not naturally like that when you go to that house right now. So there are stuff to put together to make them look like that. So we make them look like that. That's, that's what we do. Um, thank you very much. My first time of coming to Badagri was um, early December when I just heard about the project. And um, I came to see for myself. When we got the when we got the brief, and um, and the storyline, I came to Badagri, and I came to find out things that I could actually pick as samples to showcase in my pitch, pictures and stuff. Well, to my greatest surprise, probably, according to, I spoke to Vion, probably I didn't search hard, hard enough. Majority of those things that I actually saw on the internet, when I came down to Badagri, I didn't see anything. I went down even to um, the museum, I met a couple of people, and I didn't find anything. Majority of things that we got or we actually made use of were things that probably we created or probably we had to find to buy in Lagos. The most challenging part of it is this. We're working on a different story entirely. Yes, we've done Yoruba, we've done Igbo, we've done Benin. But then, um, Jemeji was quite challenging because of it's something that we've never, ever, I myself, I've, I've, this will be my probably 10th year in the industry. I've never worked on any project this challenging. Simply because it's something that actually entails a lot of research. Even in the research, strictly speaking, when you come down here, you don't really find what we have on set. When I came, I was expecting to find a lot of touch houses, a lot of bamboo houses. I took an occurrence that took me around the village. I could hardly find exactly what we replicated on set. So, it's not, it's not like some of my colleagues said, um, 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 it was interesting. Yeah, it is. It is, but it's also very challenging. In, in the line of duty, it might it, you think it's um, it's it's backbreaking, but after the encounter and you go back and you think about it, this final is very interesting. But on the average, it's not like what we all think. Like what we see on TV, it's quite different from what we do on set. It's a different. Um, it's different entirely. So I just want to encourage us. I want to encourage us. Whatever you can do, whatever you find the opportunity of doing, when you're less busy, pick something. Just learn something. You never know where it will become part of what you're searching for in life. Thank you. I'm a continuity coordinator in Jemeji, which I have a lot of job under my arm. Script supervising, continuity, and when I say continuity, in so many ways, so many times, I've fought with all my crew, almost. Why? This thing had to be here. It was here last time. No, it mustn't be there. Because they can move it. This, so long as people come there, they can move it. A wardrobe with um, our director will say, no. It was here, see, the way we had 
to do it is that we had to move it. We'll do it this way. At the end of everything, we had, we had to come to a conclusion and we do something. Because all of us are trying to achieve one goal. Now, it is your duty to keep a lot of things in check. The wardrobe. I mean, everything they wear. And again, you walk along with the story. We're not trying to be proud people. Especially my department, we're not trying to be proud people. But I find out that no director works without you being around. Not because they cannot do it, but because you are always their second eye. They will always call you, come. Where is this person coming from? What was the backstory before this time? And even your actors. At times you meet your actors. See, do you remember this scene? Why this scene is like this? You're supposed to be like this here because so, so, so scenes or episode passed. It started this way. It is your duty to help them, guide them, because all of us are trying to achieve a particular goal. So please, my brothers and sisters, if you really, really, really want to do this, as Beth said, we are the future of tomorrow. All of us, the youth. So as you are here, you're opportuned. Maybe if I had this opportunity some years back, I would have been above where I am today. All thanks to Vion for this wonderful opportunity given to us. Thank you. To see you, for you to see us. Um, by uh, reasons of description, job description, I'm a director on this set, on the set of Jemiji. It's been an awesome uh, journey from the very start. I think um, February, February 2017. We jumped off one other set in January, and then we jumped into Jemiji set just almost immediately in February. So it was almost like um, we're waiting to get into the set of Jemiji while we were yet finishing the other one. So for me personally, I was like, okay, now um, we're crossing over from one world into another world. You understand? So it's beautiful imagination, beautiful character. The only thing I wanted to do which is one thing I've always heard and I have learned from my father. He says that the moon doesn't actually have a light of its own. And then the sun is the only one that has the light. So what the moon does is that when the sun is shining, the moon positions itself in one corner just to make sure that it garners as much light as possible from the sun. So when the sun sets, the moon begins to shine. So that's what I did. All I did was that I just made sure I shadowed my boss, Sanchez, Victor Agawa, I made sure I listened to every word, every interpretation, every dream, every vision that was bet as regards the story, Jemeji. And then immediately I got into the set proper. It wasn't Badagri as it were, but we created Badagri where we were. Are we together? We created Badagri where we were. So the moment I stepped into that Badagri we created, I just immersed myself into everything. The characters, the set, the costume, the makeup, the language. I always had Vion by my side, especially when we were in the palace. There were certain practices I knew I would not just say action arts without Vion telling me that it's okay. That's the way it's going to be done. You know, so, and then it was truly an awesome journey. I could only say that I was only echoing the voice of every single person you have had say one thing or the other on this stage. And as a director, you have to have, you have, to have the eyes for everything. You have to have the eyes of the set. You have to have the eyes for the vision. 
I had my DOP who was always by my side. A lot of people said, I think he's the one who does the work. I said, yes, he's the one that is in charge of the picture. I needed to make sure that he sees the picture through my eyes and I needed to see the picture through his eyes. If it wasn't complete, then that means it wasn't complete. Hello. So that was just the journey for us all through. And then, to God be the glory, this is November. In as much as we are excited that it's coming to an end, I think we're still jumping into another world very soon. <laughs> so it's, another, it's, it's a vicious circle. It keeps going on and on and on and on. And it will, we keep creating characters. We keep creating new worlds. We keep creating new dreams, new dimensions. So the best I can tell you that is for every dream, for every imagination you have, the only thing you can look forward to doing is to make sure it's a reality. Thank you, guys. I am Joseph Olanrewaju Sewenu Konoji. I'm from Badagri, Boyoko Quarters. And um, initially, I studied sociology at um, Olabisio Nobanjo University. Then I studied music at the Muson Center. Afterwards, I went to University of Cape Town to complete my uh, degree in music. Then I did a master's, and now I am studying for, I'm a doctoral student at the same school. Hallelujah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, the reason why I said all of that is so that you know that I've seen a little. And of all that I've seen, one thing stands out, and it's the fact that your greatest asset is your culture. You know, your culture is your greatest asset. For instance, um, okay, I, I studied jazz and I played the trumpet. But there are millions of jazz trumpeters in the world. But one thing, for instance, I was, I was, when I was doing my final re, uh, recital, I just decided to do one Badagri Ogu song. And after playing about an hour, the final song, which was, um, that was the song that caught everybody's attention. And... From then, I got invited to do one more, you know, different places. And today, like, I've played festivals just playing Badagri songs. Like, things that don't matter, things that don't seem important to us, or things, let me talk about myself, things that did not seem important to me growing up. You know, but today, they have become my unique selling point. So if you're doing, if you aim, if you want to get something, if you want to get the real thing, don't come to Badagri town. Go to the interior part of Badagri and you find whatever it is you're looking for. My point still remains that your greatest asset, one thing that will stand you out in the world that will make people beat the bush part to look for you is your culture. Never despise it. Thank you. I'm here to represent the chairman of Badagri local government, Honorable Olushegun Teliat Dagbinyon Onilude. And... Um, want to say a very big thank you to the uh, the producers of Jemeji. You guys are now putting our names on the world map. Thank you so so much. The names, the Sewedo, the Senami names that we even those of us that have that owns those names uh, because of one way or the other because of cultural integration. Uh, Yoruba, Yoruba over, over, over covering the Oku culture. Um, I read the thesis of my brother, Larry Kunoji, and um, during his master's program, and I could really relate to that thesis because he said that um, when he was growing up, um, 
he, he didn't want people to call him by his Ogun name. And truly, too, when I was growing up, I went to Ascon Staff School, and when people would call you, you'd be like, because you feel, because, because you want to be Yoruba. But growing up, we now see that we have something very, very rich that we can't find anywhere in the world. And it is our own because we are Badagrians. And, you know, Badagri has beautiful um, soil. We have, there is nowhere you go in the world that you will see the, the ocean and the lagoon going on parallel line. There is nowhere. See, we have it in Badagri. The, the lagoon is going on its own and the ocean is going on its own. No, Badagri is very, very beautiful. And I want to say this to, uh, yes, we are aware that uh, the production is being shot at uh, Ipaja, somewhere in Ipaja, because of, probably because of um, government, um, some of, uh, some factors, road, um, getting to, the governor just announced that they will be moving the, the, the 10 lane from Okoko down to Semiboda. I think we did, our governor deserve a round of applause for that. Thank you. Um, I'll say Mekudo Afonu, Mekudo Weme, Mekudo Wejai. The reason is we have people that will be watching in different parts of the world. So that's why I said Mekudo Afonu, that means good morning. Mekudo Weme, good afternoon. Mekudo Wejai, good evening. And uh, the, what I would love to say here is first thing is um, I just want everybody to give my brother, my friend, uh, my father, well, I don't call him my father, my friend, anyway, a round of applause, please. Uh, in all ramification, I don't think I can get close, I should even get close to him. Because, I'll tell you why, sir. Because if I check where I'm coming from and where I'm going, I don't think, someone who happens to be Media aides or Basanjo all through his tenure. So he ha he's the one that determines which media need to come and cover Baba then. So you should know. The news that need to go out. Or the Baba, <coughs> or the Baba they know before the. <coughs> so, so you all should know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, and he picked interest in me. Regardless of party affiliations, I'm not a politician, he knows. Regardless of party affiliation, he picked interest in me and some other people. So whatever thing we are doing, he always comes. And the jingle of our event and everything we do has always been played on All Radio Nigeria Network for free. All Radio Nigeria Network. And I learned that thing from two people. How to really have an inch for yourself. Once you add value to yourself, money will come. But if you look for the money, you will still go and buy value later. But you won't get the value. You will not struggle to buy value. So the number one person I learned from is Sanchez Vito Agawa. It's not because he's here. Because I remember when I walked years back, I looked at him. And he said something while he was the director. I was the floor manager. And he was asking them, who is that young man? I don't know if you can remember. Who is that young man? If he's here as a floor manager, why are people calling me? Sanchez, I don't know if you remember. If he's here as a floor manager, why are people calling me? Because if I had met Sanchez years or time before that time, maybe probably I would have been the one directing that show. Because he's 
why are you bringing me here? When this guy? But that's how he developed interest in me. And he didn't know. And I was just, sometimes it can be very difficult to be with. That's the business. <laughs> yes, it can be. So, but you must really understand the weather, the rain, and the everything. Once you do that, you get there. Now, back to my daddy. Um, I, I had to tell him, you need to come today. Because he came with an entourage to come and check us at Ekpaja. Simple because they wanted to know that, okay, we are doing everything right. Because they are still the one that our grandfathers will call to come and say, okay, what happened? Why did they do that thing this way? So there was need for that. So now he's also here to lend his voice and speak on behalf of the Badagri people to thank us and for putting Badagri on the world map. 40 nations, 40 countries, Jemeji, and everything you hear every Monday to Sunday. Now, they show it on Sunday is Senami, Yaminasu, Yaovinyo, Fonton, Adome. Just imagine. Now, I now know how much I've told our people we need to start developing the Wikipedia for people to start knowing the meaning of Senami, Minasu, Yaovinyo. Now, before now, there was, the Z was not there. But through Jemeji, Sanchez, thank you. Now, so the Wikipedia now page will come up soon whereby people will start asking when they ask these questions. And with the research team, Fatima and co, thank you very much, because they actually stretched us, stretched me. Not only me, we have some other people behind us who also go back to Baba Daho. How do we do this? And so this is how it is. This is how it is. So that's what I can say. But, and everyone that is here today, I can all just say thank you very much. Thank you very much for coming. Because this is not meant for everybody. It's just meant for you. And if you live here, it is what you can do for Badagri that matters. It's not what Badagri can do for you. Because if it is what Badagri can do for you, I don't think we should be here. It is good for us to have a call service to serve the humanity and to raise our younger one. If you have that opportunity at all time, make sure you make use of that opportunity for your generation. It's very, very vital. Thank you. Let me first say, I appreciate you, our young ones, who had piqued interest in this program. And I like to say, whether you are looking at it for the glees, the colors of uh, the media world, or you want to go into it because you want to uh, uh, create a world for yourself, Please ask people like Sanchez, my brother, that it is not an uh, easy field. You need to do a lot of work. That work not, is not by gra-gra. It starts from your brain. You have to be very, very imaginative, creative, and all that. I'm sure a lot has been said to you. Uh, but above all, it is an open field where you can write, create, expand, because where the founding fathers left it is not even where it is today. Great ideas. I remembered some 30 years ago when I was just stepping into the industry, there are certain things that you cannot do either on television or on radio or script writing and all that. But a lot has changed. A lot has changed as communication. The way we even relate with ourselves. You know, you agree with me that uh, 
there are certain things that our senior brothers cannot say to our parents. As in, they could not even disagree over it. But the way of communication is changing. So also, the way of the industry. So, you, 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 you are having a kind of a blank uh, check to write. But notwithstanding, there are what we call grand rules that cannot be changed. At least not in this generation. So you welcome into a world, a new world of creativity, of expansion and that will lift you up. Somebody was saying a while ago that if you are looking at it from the point of uh, view of making money, then you have missed it. In the media world, we are poor people. But your name and what you are able to create for yourself will open doors of opportunities for you. So, it depends on how much you want to work in there. Dedication. Uh, I, I was happy when the, my lady friend was talking the other time, the director. He said, brother, she said, um, it could be a day story, but to, tomorrow's story follows. And it is in this industry alone that I know that even as a family man or a father or whatever, you cannot pick your bag in the morning and be assertive that at 4 o'clock I'm coming back home. It's not possible. It's not. Because it is the only industry where you never know when the day will end. To every 30 minutes production, or let me say, even for a jingle, two minute, a minute jingle, you could actually spend a whole day in the studio if you don't get it right. It depends on who is producing you and your own determination to get it right. Sanchez, I don't really know what to say about you, but you know that you forever in our hearts because if we, you had asked us to pay for the initiative, I don't think the sources of all of us put together in Madagri can uh, do anything about this. Amen. I thank you very much for coming. Thank you. Especially our visitors. Thank you. Please accept us the way we are. Some other time, we hope to do better. My name is Damilola James Jayola. I am a woman that just likes to serve. I just love serving. My life is a life of service. And um, I'm also an entrepreneur. I run a chauffeur company. I can proudly say I started about two years ago. I got this dream and vision sometimes when I was a copper serving Nigeria. I realized that there was a deep, big bridge between um, a high-collar job and um, the subordinate staff. And I had a problem with that. Because where I studied, which obviously gave me a privilege to have a feel of another country, I realized that abroad, it wasn't like that. The margin between the higher class to the lower class was enormous. 
And I thought to myself, I said, how do I make it different? How do I shrink this margin? And that was what brought about my dream. I started with drivers because I realized that there were people that we all needed. They were part of everybody's life. And um, I started to write my business plan. I remember back then in 2010, I invested a lot to write my business plan because I believe in life. The foundation of your success determined on the, of the starting of your foundation. And I gave it everything. I think I paid about $500 for my business plan then. I paid in dollars. I was a copper. So you can imagine how much I love class. I love quality. I love standards. And I think that is one thing you should all aspire to have as young people. So I want to ask each and every one of you, are you ready to change who you are? To serve others. I love the life of service. I think it's one of the things I have learned to do over time. This is not the first time I'm standing in front of youth. Thousands of youth. I do this all of time. And I tell them, the life of service is the only life that you can live and be fulfilled. Write that down. The life of service is the only life you can live and be fulfilled. When you're not thinking about yourself, think about others. We are here today, not because it's convenient. Not because it's affordable, but we are here because we want to make a sacrifice for the youth of Badagri. A lot of young people don't have a defined path. When you live here today, sit down, look at yourself, look at the things you want to achieve, find a path. Number two, which is what I'll be talking to you about, the spirit of excellence. I would define excellence as this in my own little terms. It simply means giving the best in every situation. It doesn't matter what it is, give it the best shot. It doesn't matter who you are, give it the best shot. That is what my definition of excellence is. It's very simple. What do you need to have in order to be excellent? That's what I'll be taking you on. The culture of excellence is something that allows you to give life the very best of yourself. Everything you do, do it to the best of your ability. Don't worry about whether or not you're noticed, just give it the best. Like I said, you're unique in your own individual way. So, you don't need to worry whether you're doing it better than the next person. Do it the way you understand of doing it the best way. The two things I want you to look at when it comes to excellence that have streamlined. One, faith. I'm sure everybody believes in something. But I'll tell you my little layman understanding of Christianity because I'm a Christian. So don't get offended if I don't tell you in the Islamic way. But I'll tell you in the Christian way. If you look at the book of Matthew 17 to um, 20. Jesus said, you only need a, a, a faith just as little as a mustard seed. Do you know what a mustard seed is? Very tiny. And you will say to the mountain, move. And the mountain will move. That is what, that's not what I said. That's what Jesus said. So you can imagine. So, when you give something the best shot, when you try so hard, it's going to work out, regardless of what the obstacles are. Then the last thing I would like you to look out is a spirit of gratitude. A lot of young people don't appreciate people. You don't remember who sowed that seed in your life. Today, Vinyan is sowing the seed in each and every one of you's life today. Tomorrow, you might be bigger than him. Tomorrow, you can be bigger than even your forefathers, even every mentor you know, you meet here today. But they started by sowing a seed. So now they're sowing a seed for you. 
you must have a heart of gratitude. I'll tell you three things to have a heart of gratitude today. You must write today's date down. Remember, Vignon gave you this opportunity. Have a thankful journal where you put everything. As little as, oh, somebody paved the way for me. Write it down. Remember them occasionally. Hello, thanks. It goes a long way. We don't need your money. We need your encouragement. That what we are doing is working out. Somebody is getting touched. Then the second thing is, you need to always have the characteristics of giving back. Give back, no matter how little. Don't wait until you become the likes of Dangote, Buhari, before you give back. Start from that baby step. Today, when you get home, whatever you learn here, share with the other people. And that's why I started by sharing your yesterday's experience. Those are the one baby step you need to take. Thank you. Let me first say, I appreciate you, our young ones, who had picked interest in this program. And I like to say, whether you are looking at it for the glees, the colors of uh, the media world, or you want to go into it because you want to... uh, uh, create a world for yourself, please ask people like Sanchez, my brother, that it is not an uh, easy field. You need to do a lot of work. That work not, is not by gragra. It starts from your brain. You have to be very, very imaginative, creative, and all that. I'm sure a lot has been said to you. Uh, but above all, it is an open field where you can write, create, expand, because where the founding fathers left it is not even where it is today. Great ideas. I remembered some 30 years ago when I was just stepping into the industry, there are certain things that you cannot do either on television or on radio or script writing and all that. But a lot has changed. A lot has changed as communication. The way we even relate with ourselves. You know, you agree with me that uh, there are certain things that our senior brothers cannot say to our parents. As in, they could not even disagree over it. But the way of communication is changing. So also, the way of the industry. So, you, 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 you are having a kind of a blank uh, check to write. But notwithstanding, there are what we call grand rules that uh, cannot be changed. At least not in this generation. So you welcome into a world, a new world of creativity, of expansion, and that will lift you up. Somebody was saying a while ago that if you are looking at it from the point of uh, view of making money, then you have missed it. In the media world, we are poor people. But your name and what you are able to create for yourself will open doors of opportunities for you. So, it depends on how much you want to work in there. Dedication. Uh, I was happy when my lady friend was talking the other time, the director. He said, brother, she said, 
Um, it could be a day story, but to, tomorrow's story follows. And it is in this industry alone that I know that even as a family man or a father or whatever, you cannot pick your bag in the morning and be assertive that at four o'clock I'm coming back home. It's not possible. It's not because it is the only industry where you never know when the day will end. To every 30 minutes production, or let me say, even for a jingle, two minutes, a minute jingle, you could actually spend a whole day in the studio if you don't get it right. It depends on who is producing you and your own determination to get it right. Sanchez, I don't really know what to say about you. But you know that you forever in our hearts. Because if we, you had asked us to pay for the initiative, I don't think sources of all of us put together in Madagri can uh, do anything about this. Amen. I thank you very much for coming. Thank you. Especially our visitors. Thank you. Please accept us the way we are. Some other time, we hope to do better. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, it's nice um, sharing this stage. I've seen some of your work, sir. And good one. I think I attended a writing workshop you did with Red Media one time last year. Good one. Thank you for telling us about storytelling. So it's been helping my skills too. Um, I'm happy we are here. Like when Vion told me, I've been following the program, uh, my Badagri, for two years. And I think it's the right step. And I'm thankful for the help of the media. They are the best people to show and shape stories because not many people know what is happening here. I want to encourage us to, to look in to look at yourself, to understand that right here, you yourself, you have the power to make a difference for yourself. Either you are using the media or you want to take another path that is different. I know it's all about um, filmmaking for this edition. And it's nice because that's the best way we can tell our story, especially because we have Facebook, Twitter, we have Instagram, to be able to say the story of what Badagri is all about. So I want to urge us, I want to encourage us that where you are, the phone you have, many people do skits, like four-minute skits, two-minute skits, all the comedy things you see on, on Facebook you laugh about. You can also use that opportunity, use your phone to also say stories, like share pictures of what's happening around your area. If you feel the government is not doing enough for you, do it. That's what I do too. Some, like when I go back, I'm going to write a blog about my experience here. And I'm also going to share what happened here today. So it's my only two way of raising awareness about causes, about issues with young people. Um, I want to ask us um, a very, very important question. How many of us have ever heard about something called the Sustainable Development Goals? Anybody heard about it? Oh, fantastic. I'm happy to hear. So basically, there's a plan that every one of us here, that by the year 2030, that we should have a peaceful and a prosperous Nigeria. And it wouldn't happen if we young people do not rise up to the plate. 
if we young people do not stand up. Nobody will give us a seat at the table unless we make a demand for it. So I want to encourage us. I, I just want to provoke us today that look around Badagri. The people that is going to shape the narrative of Badagri, you are the one sitting here. Thank you very much. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, it's nice um, sharing this stage. I've seen some of your work, sir. And good one. I think I attended a writing workshop you did with Red Media one time last year. Good one. Thank you for telling us about storytelling. So it's been helping my skills too. Um, I'm happy we are here. Like when Vion told me, I've been following the program, uh, my Badagri, for two years. And I think it's the right step. And I'm thankful for the help of the media. They are the best people to show and shape stories because not many people know what is happening here. I want to encourage you to, to, look, in, to look at yourself. To understand that right here, you yourself, you have the power to make a difference for yourself. Either you are using the media or you want to take another path that is different. I know it's all about um, filmmaking for this edition. And it's nice because that's the best way we can tell our story, especially because we have Facebook, Twitter, we have Instagram. To be able to say the story of what Badagri is all about. So I want to urge us, I want to encourage us that where you are, the phone you have, many people do skits, like four-minute skits, two-minute skits, all the comedy things you see on or Facebook you laugh about. You can also use that opportunity, use your phone to also say stories, like share pictures of what's happening around your area. If you feel the government is not doing enough for you, do it. That's what I do too. Some, like when I go back, I'm going to write a blog about my experience here. And I'm also going to share what happened here today. So it's my own little way of raising awareness about causes, about issues with young people. Um, I want to ask us um, a very, very important question. How many of us have ever heard about something called the Sustainable Development Goals? Anybody heard about it? Oh, fantastic. I'm happy to hear. So basically, there's a plan that every one of us here, that by the year 2030, that we should have a peaceful and a prosperous Nigeria. And it wouldn't happen if we young people do not rise up to the plate, if we young people do not stand up. Nobody will give us a seat at the table unless we make a demand for it. So I want to encourage us, I, I just want to provoke us today, that look around Badagri, the people that is going to shape the narrative of Badagri, you are the one sitting here. Thank you very much. I am Joseph Olanrewaju Sewenu Konoji. I'm from Badagri, Boyoko Quarters. And um, initially, I studied sociology at um, Olabisi Onobanjo University. Then I studied music at the Muson Center. Afterwards, I went to University of Cape Town to complete my uh, degree in music. Then I did a master's, and now I am studying for... I'm a doctoral student at the same school. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, the reason why I said all of that is so that you know that I've seen a little. And 
of all that I've seen, one thing stands out, and it's the fact that your greatest asset is your culture. You know, your culture is your greatest asset. For instance, um, okay, I, I studied jazz and I play the trumpet, but there are millions of jazz trumpeters in the world. But one thing, for instance, I was, I was, when I was doing my final re- uh, recital, I just decided to do one Badagri Ogu song. And after playing about an hour, the final song, which was, um, that was the song that caught everybody's attention. And from then, I got invited to do one more, you know, different places. And today, like I've played festivals just playing Badagri songs. Like things that don't matter, things that don't seem important to us, or things, let me talk about myself, things that did not seem important to me growing up. You know, but today they have become my unique selling point. So if you're doing, if you aim, if you want to get something, if you want to get the real thing, don't come to Badagri town. Go to the interior part of Badagri and you find whatever it is you're looking for. My point still remains that your greatest asset, one thing that will stand you out in the world that will make people beat the bush part to look for you is your culture. Never despise it. Thank you. My first time of coming to Badagri was um, early December when I just heard about the project. And um, I came to see for myself. When we got the, when we got the brief and, um, and the storyline, I came to Badagri and I came to find out things that I could actually pick as samples to showcase in my pitch, pictures and stuff. And, well, to my greatest surprise, probably, according to, I spoke to Vion, probably I didn't search hard enough. Majority of those things that I actually saw on the internet, when I came down to Badagri, I didn't see anything. I went down even to um, the museum, met a couple of people, and I didn't find anything. Majority of things that we got or we actually made use of were things that probably we created or probably we had to find to buy in Lagos. The most challenging part of it is this. We're working on a different story entirely. Yes, we've done Yoruba, we've done Igbo, we've done Benin. But then, um, Jemeji was quite challenging because of it's something that we've never, ever, I myself, I've, I've, this will be my probably 10th year in the industry. I've never worked on any project this challenging. Simply because it's something that actually entails a lot of research. Even in the research, generally speaking, when you come down here, you don't really find what we have on set. When I came, I was expecting to find a lot of touch houses, a lot of bamboo houses. I took an accordion that took me around the village. I could hardly find exactly what we replicated on set. So, it's not, it's not like some of my colleagues say, said, um, 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 it was interesting. Yeah, it is. It is, but it's also very challenging. In, in the line of duty, it might, it, you think it's, um, it's, it's backbreaking, but after the encounter and you go back and you think about it, it's finally very interesting. But on the average, it's not like what we all think. Like what we see on TV, it's quite different from 
what we do on set, it's a different, um, it's different entirely. So I just want to encourage us. I want to encourage us. Whatever you can do, whatever you find the opportunity of doing, when you're less busy, pick something. Just learn something. You never know where it will become part of what you're searching for in life. Thank you. It's a beautiful thing to be a part of GMAG. I'm happy that I'm a part of it. and um, um, I'm really enjoying my, how do I put it, my experience um, with the, the cast, the crew, my interaction with them, my executive producer. In fact, it's a beautiful family and I'm not regretting it. I'm happy and I am proud to be a part of GMAG. It's been wonderful all the way. I'm a continuity coordinator in Jemeji, which I have a lot of job under my arm. Script revising, continuity. And when I say continuity, in so many ways, so many times, I've fought with all my crew, almost. Why? This thing had to be here. It was here last time. No, it mustn't be there. Because they can move it. This, so long as people come there, they can move it. A wardrobe with um, our director will say, no, it was here. See, the way we had to do it is that we had to move it. We'll do it this way. At the end of everything, we had, we had to come to a conclusion and we do something because all of us are trying to achieve one goal. Now, it is your duty to keep a lot of things in check. The wardrobe, I mean, everything they wear, and again, you walk along with the story. We're not trying to be proud people, especially my department. We're not trying to be proud people. But I find out that no director works without you being around. Not because they cannot do it, but because you are always their second eye. They will always call you, come. Where is this person coming from? What was the backstory before this time? And even your actors. At times you meet your actors, see. Do you remember this scene? Why this scene is like this? You're supposed to be like this here because so, so, so scenes or episode passed, it started this way. It is your duty to help them, guide them, because all of us are trying to achieve a particular goal. So please, my brothers and sisters, if you really, really, really want to do this, as they said, we are the future of tomorrow. All of us, the youths. So as you are here, you're opportuned. Maybe if I had this opportunity some years back, I would have been above where I am today. All thanks to Vion for this wonderful opportunity given to us. Thank you. To see you, for you to see us. My name is Ashana Oluwashio. We're um, popularly called Fire. Fire. <laughs> I am a graduate of um, clothing and textile. Well, after I graduated, I learned a couple of things. Um, fashion, tailoring, carpentry. Bricklaying. Bricklaying. Tiling. Tiling. and clearing of the For case. real, for real. I, I, I grew up as a child who wouldn't just like to sit um, and be high all the little things I learned became very useful for me. Everywhere I stepped into, 
They just became very useful. I came into production as a costumier because I learned clothing, tailoring, tailoring. So on Gemeji, I worked directly with um, the production designer. So we worked hand in hand. Mr. Vion, who is the um, awesome cultural visual. consultant, cultural consultant. So we came here a couple of times. We stayed here. We studied the, 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 the land, studied the people, the costume. We studied the, 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 the houses. We studied the environment. We studied the, the soil texture. So all the set, all the things you see, okay, they are not naturally like that when you go to that house right now. So there are stuff to put together to make them look done. like that. Done done. So we make them look like that. That's, that's what we do. Um, thank you very much.